Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad, something weird happened on uh, Frozen Ever After this week. Weird. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Weird's, weird's a way to put it. Sure. The real weird thing that happened was uh, Elsa just apparently got tired of singing Let It Go and was standing there uh, when you have the big reveal and and spin around to turn backwards and go down the drop. But the the strangest part of that was the one, her eyes were like half closed so she just looked tired. And then the other thing that was very strange was this weird hand gesture she made. It almost looks like she's just like going, okay, yeah, y'all, you know, move on, whatever. I, I don't feel like doing this. The The interesting thing about it to me is why that hand gesture or why her, you know, the, the gesture she makes with her arm, why is that programmed into that animatronic? So... I don't think what she was doing was programmed into her animatronic. When I saw this, I thought, okay, to me, it looks like there is some sort of a issue. Because I, I feel like even the newest versions of the audio animatronics are still using, and I could be totally wrong about this, right? So uh, it is what it is. But I think they're still using hydraulics to some level, right? Mm -hmm. And so I kind of wonder if there wasn't some sort of you know, something failed and suddenly there wasn't pressure or something like that, which would lead to movements that, like you would smaller you would see, versions of the big right, or, movements or just she not makes. even and, and certain things just not even working. Right. Because if you can't build up enough pressure, you can't make this this hydraulic operate the way it's supposed to work. So that's kind of what I thought was happening there. But Still, like, her face is... Video. I, I don't know. I almost... Yeah, okay, good. Because I was about to say, I almost need to go back to the video and watch it again. But I thought that that was a projected face. So, the to me, the the eyes and the that whole thing is weirder because it was still, it was still projecting properly where her face... You know, nothing super creepy happened about that. And, like, I just... I don't know, dude. This is... This is just 2020, right? Like, it just continues to be 2020. <laughs> it was just a pretty, it was a weird, uh, a pretty major failure of that animatronic. It seems like multiple systems failed at the same time. I wonder, I want to know, is there a B mode? So, like, because I feel, I feel like a lot of people have talked about the B modes of the current audio animatronics, right? So, Rocket over at Guardians has a B mode, mm -hmm. right, where he comes on the TV, uh, the shaman has a B mode where it's just like it, it's there. There's a video screen behind the shaman. And if they take the shaman away, then they just play the video. Right. Yeah. I and, think the video screen drops in front of the shaman. But okay. Okay. Still, it and is a video somebody, screen. There's another B. Oh, um, what is the, what is the name of the character over at Hondo? Uh, there you go. Yeah. Because I've seen Hondo's B mode and it works works really well too. It's just Hondo is talking to you remotely while there is a strange crate right up there. <laughs> yeah, they literally just right put a where, box right where him. Hondo would be. Yeah, but hey, it it works and it does its thing. So I'm kind of surprised given given when Frozen Ever After was made and 
all of these other audio animatronics having a B mode, maybe, and I, I don't know, but at the same time, like, I didn't hear anybody. Have you heard anything about there being a B mode? Because I, I feel like that would have been its own story, right? Like, Elsa is replaced by this video or... You know, Elsa is now socially distancing and that's what they need to do. That needs to be Elsa's B, you know, her, her BMO can be, she Skype calls into or, uh, or zooms, you know, depending on whoever wants to, to front the money for Disney to be a corporate sponsor. But Elsa somehow <laughs> calls in to sing her song. Problem solved. <laughs> I got this. There is absolutely no way this was a correctly working B mode. No, no, this no, this wasn't the B mode because the animatronic is still there, and all of the right. B modes audio animatronic is gone. I'm just saying I didn't hear anything. Like clearly the animatronic was broken, but I didn't hear anything about a B mode replacement being put in place, which is is kind of interesting to me because I hadn't thought about it before this point. But now I'm thinking, do they not have a B mode for for Elsa? How could you? I mean, that is the that's the moment. That's this attraction kind of circles around that moment of Elsa, you know, the door opening and you seeing Elsa and she hits the chorus of let it go and, you know, magically pushes you backwards down the the waterfall to complete the attraction. Yeah, but you still have to, but you have to plan for it to not be there, right? A B-mood would have to be dropping a screen and projecting her. Ooh, I got it. A B mode is you just put a you put a friend of Elsa's up there and that friend can can take care of things until such a time as Elsa is ready to return. Yeah. It's it's weird if you go back and look at all of the videos of this. Which there are multiple videos of this happening. She does the same exact thing at the same exact time. Which is why I think why why when I saw it I went it that looks like some sort of yeah. a hydraulics issue mm-hmm. because the same stuff is being programmed to happen every time and it's just not happening. But then if it was a hydraulics issue, why wouldn't she still be singing? Like uh, yeah, it's and yeah, it's so a that, really confusing thing. That's the other thing that that got me the second the second thing I was talking about is not even the lyrics are playing. The music is playing, but there are no lyrics. So I don't know. One, I'm surprised that the music and the lyrics are on separate audio tracks, but there are no lyrics to Let It Go playing. It's just or, the music. Or that is the B mode of the soundtrack, maybe. I don't know. I just... I I. I have no ideas. Like I said, all all that I can look at it and say is twenty twenty is is alive and well and taking down all the animatronics with it. I don't I, I don't know who's gonna go next. I can I can only assume that what the B mode for Elsa is is that she is supposed to stay still and her little hand movement is wrong because if they just projected a still face on her and mm. didn't play music or didn't play lyrics but played music then you can ostensibly say that is a correct and a correctly operational B mode because she's not actually singing anything and so there wouldn't be lyrics but she's at least still there and maybe she's supposed to be off for some reason but there was still a very slight amount of pressure being applied to the hydraulics and that that's what made the cuz if you as I'm watching this looping if you think about the arm movements that she does, 
She kind of does these really big arm movements Those where she's big swoopy. She straightens yeah. her arms out, and I can see how, like you said, some a some drop in pressure uh, could cause her to just kind of move her arm weird, just small way. But yeah, I would think that the B mode is Elsa stay still, and the boats just kind of go through. Yeah. But anyway, it it just it, it's a really funny. That little hand gesture, like happening right as the boats are passing in front of her, and she's just like, "Yeah, I, I think." It's I just don't like that we have more uh, of these issues to talk about, mm-hmm. right? Because I didn't legitimately think that this was going to continue to be a thing. I thought we were kind of over the whole "what, ha ha ha, let's all laugh at." this being broken or that being broken like that that's no longer supposed to be something we're talking about is it mm-hmm. like yeah they've been open for long enough that you would think that these these uh closing pains would be gone but not yet yeah. okay so anyway but it's all it's all good news from here right nothing nothing else bad Spe- happens at Disney <laughs> speaking of speaking of being open for long enough that weird stuff doesn't happen anymore um i really feel like rain should not flood tomorrowland and yet sometimes it does Inside the Magic put out a put out a story with a picture of Tomorrowland with a significant amount of liquid uh, on the the <laughs> walkway enough to get your socks wet. Yeah, 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 and and saying that you know they were hearing reports of uh, what it the water getting into the Space Mountain queue as well, mm-hmm. right? But the but the but that attraction stayed open. So clearly not that much water. And, and let me say, I'm not I'm not trying to bring this up so that we can dunk on Disney for water. Like oh, that's all. Rain. That's all. I wait, wait, wait. Are we are we not dunking on it? Because I'm off this podcast. Because I thought this was dunking on Disney. I'm not. I'm not trying to to say like, oh my gosh, it's a huge failure, a systemic failure if water can collect. You know, like they're on the world's highest water table. And it's swamps everywhere. And yeah, this flooding is going to happen. I think it's, I just find it interesting when a place that's been open for as long as Disney has been still struggles with drainage. You know, it, it seems like something that, that would be easily solved, but it's not. It's a really tough problem in, in stuff like this where it rains so much that it, you know, floods and starts to spill water into a, a queue even. Um, I don't know. It, it interests me. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and what I thought, what I, I find kind of interesting is, I, I almost wouldn't be surprised if this happens with enough rain. But at the same time, I don't think I've ever heard of this being a thing before. Have you? No. And so there, I don't think there was suddenly more rain than there has ever been at Disney. I, I mean, I don't know. I am not a not a meteorologist, and I haven't checked the rain totals, but that seems like a lot of water that collected in in one place. So that's a little bit strange. It kind of reminded me of like when when the rains come and the, you know the Houston roads are just horrible. Mm-hmm. But that's but at the same time like Houston like that's by design. It's a I we can discuss the the whether or not that's a good design. Uh, that's all <laughs> I'm going to say about that. But it's by design like that the roads are designed to bring the water away. And so I looked at this and I'm like did Disney design this so that the walkways were designed to take the water? <laughs> but I don't think that would be a thing. Um, or, 
or this could be Disney's new thing where the regular people, you know, because because Disney is always trying to come up with that next big uh, ticket item, right? That that little upgrade, that little perk that you can get, right? If they just flood all of the walkways without too much water, then all of the the normals can just walk around, slog through, get their socks wet, whatever, and, and you know maybe maybe get a pair of Disney branded galoshes at a at a nice upcharge. Or if you have the money for you know that little perk on your ticket, you can get a gondola throughout Disney World and just <laughs> and they just kind of you know like row you from one attraction to the next attraction and it'd be a wonderful way to take in Disney maybe that's maybe this was a test sounds like you cracked it man I'm telling you just just watch just watch it the gondola experience coming soon to Walt Disney World <laughs> yeah. hey it's also a great way great great way for social distancing because all of your party is going to be in a gondola um, and it will have a audio animatronic gondolier because those never go wrong <laughs> and clearly and they can just and, and they can they can just make sure that your gondola never gets too close to something else because the dang i dang it this just turned to duncan on disney again i, I gotta stop <laughs> i really gotta stop. oh man but i you know what though i would be kind of down with a gondola thing at disney so golf carts <laughs> tomorrow tomorrow land vehicles Ooh, yeah, yeah. Gondolas. Yeah. Let's, let's space gondolas. Space gondolas. What is a space? How do you, how does a gondola become a space gondola? Do you just like literally write the word space on the side of it? Okay. I'm just the idea man. I'm imagineering will take care of the rest. That's an engineer's problem. Okay. Yeah. I'm just doing the blue sky here. Yeah. All right. So so space gondolas. <sighs> let's let's wait for that to happen. <laughs> also in Tomorrowland. Uh, the people mover is not only, you know, moving every once in a while, but they've also extended the refurbishment through late November, which at the time of recording is about three months, um, which is double exciting because that means they're doing more to the people mover to hopefully improve it. Uh, and uh, like I was saying last week when we talked about this, uh, I hope that means that they're doing some more like integrations or something with the Tron roller coaster, the Tron light cycle power run that uh, hopefully will give, you know, a really good look at the, that the show building for Tron because it is gorgeous. So I, I hope that, that they're going to take this time to not only refurb uh, what I assume, I assume they're refurbing the ride system, the propulsion yeah. system probably. Because they've like, had they they have a lot of downtime on that yeah. attraction, or have or have had a lot of downtime. There's a pretty great uh, technology connections video on how that works. There's a people mover in the uh, under underneath Bush Airport in Houston. Speaking of Houston again, um, there's a a people mover kind of subway at Bush Airport that operates exactly the same as the people mover in Tomorrowland. I believe it's a wed people mover. Yes, like it was a, it, it, it was a wed people mover. Um and there's a really good technology connections on YouTube video uh about how that works and those little squares underneath the car that you see are propelling it and breaking it. Um and so I wonder if they're doing, you know, upgrading or something of the propulsion system 
but hopefully it also means that we're going to get maybe even different better views of space mountain yeah because those so there was a time when space mountain was brighter i think Mm -hmm. and now the views in space mountain not great right from the last time that i remember being it like i still appreciate being able to go in a if you get lucky with the timing you can see a car go by a coaster you know vehicle go by yeah i just i feel like it was better before they changed up space mountain last so i do think i and but at the same time i don't know what can be done because on the one hand november is forever away on the other hand if like let's say that they had a refurb plan to do x on the track and then they realized that you know the wiring is no longer up to the code or something, you know, some underlying issue was discovered while they're doing it. This could also just be how long it's going to take to get it back to operational. Right. Because they've got to get it all up to code. So I'm, I don't get me wrong. I would love for them to, to find some sort of adjustments to make space mountain to extend into, I'll be honest, unless the, Unless the extension into the the Tron show building or even around the Tron show building is already part of the Tron construction, I see no way that happens I, within the November. I don't. I do not think that they're going to. They they don't have time to change the track. Three three months is barely enough time to like cut a hole or knock down a wall. I I think if they're you what, could you could prep though for right. a future extension. What I what I'm hoping is if there is some way because i'm if if i remember correctly when we rode the people mover there are great views already of tron um the only thing that i can think of that they might do is if there are some walls that were up just to kind of block the uh backstage area over there where Tron yeah, is yeah. now. Yeah, stuff that, stuff that you shouldn't be seeing normally. The train, like stuff that wouldn't make sense to see from Tomorrowland. Um, those walls can now be knocked out or prepped to be knocked out. And I think three months is long enough to, you know, to do some of that. But yeah. I, they're definitely not going to be building new track and stuff like that. But I think probably, if I'm being realistic, um, the answer is what you said. They probably got in there to do some stuff, and they're using, you know, and some out of code setup in there, and it just it takes that long to replace that much wiring and schedule electricians and get inspectors and stuff like that. So I I would if I was a betting man, I'd bet on that as the as the reason. But if they could just get the people mover running and then be able to get you to the people mover and back from the people mover that would be great that's all that that's all that i really want out of the people mover anything else is just gravy as far as i'm concerned if there are 10 allotted imagineers for the people mover let's put nine of them on the people mover and let's just have one guy full time thinking about speed ramps (laughs) i like how you think just one guy is all you need for speed ramps because i think one guy's been thinking about speed ramps which is what got us where we are i think we need a lot more people like if only speed ramps is it just is it the incline that that screws up the speed ramp it's got to be right because speed ramps are everywhere yes but the the one that goes up to uh the people mover is not only very steep but very soft 
to make up for the fact that like it kind of needs to sink in a little bit under your feet to so you can you know feel like you're actually standing on something solid because if you just had to stand on a an incline that steep and there was no give to it it would be rough so that one i think there's more internally to make it easier to stand on while the thing is moving at such an incline but it, anyway you slice it it is down a lot and it it does very effectively become ramp so jeremy i am i am not an imagineer right but maybe one day i will get lucky enough to become one and i think it could be with ideas like this because i've got this idea that i think is going to fix this problem it's going to take an insane amount of development time and work but if you had some way of instead of going with a consistent ramp, right? Because like you said, it's very hard to kind of stand at an angle. If you could create some way that people could just stand flat, right? Now, admittedly, <laughs> you would have to have you you would have you couldn't have it just all be flat because then you have no incline. So you're gonna have to have some like straight down and then another flat and then straight down and another flat. And, and then it's going to have to carry the people up or else they're going to be having to walk. And that's what we're trying to. If we can just figure out some technology to do that, to do the flat down, flat down and move people <laughs> in that in that way. I mean, that's it. That's gold, Jerry. That's gold. <laughs> and then if it breaks, it just becomes stairs. <laughs> Oh man, we've got this figured out. Somebody, somebody call. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, we're gonna. Okay, okay. Next week, positive news about <laughs> no Duncan on it. You know what though? Here's here's what I will say. I I do I personally a hundred percent unironically like having a speed ramp at an incline so much more than having an escalator because somehow that ramp is so much cooler than an escalator to me, and I don't know why. Like, I, I realize that an escalator makes more sense, but a speed ramp is somehow more fun. And so I would actually like them to get the speed ramp working reliably. Brad, can I say escalator is a much better name for your down flat, down flat. I'm glad you decided to change the name. It'd be down flat, down flat. It's a lot to say. Well, I looked it up and down flat, down flat was already taken in like Canada. They have, and they're a Mongolian metal band. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> But it's weird because they only play in flats, and that's just awkward because everyone knows the best metal is only made in stilettos. So, uh, yes, Escalator I came up with, and I'm happy with that idea. Um, But Speed Ramp is even better. So, yeah, keep keep the Speed Ramp. But barring that, just keep that other idea in your back pocket just in case, Disney. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. Bye.